What up, world? Welcome to another episode of RMT. That's Real Man Talk. It's your boy, Stan the Man, coming to you with another great conversation piece on today. And before we get started, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and taking out part of your day to listen here on RMT. And so, let's go ahead and just get right into it. Today, we're going to talk about mad at God, upset with God. Man, <clears throat> how many of us have been there upset with God? And one thing that we do when we upset with God is like, God, you got the audacity to let me go through what I'm going through. Seriously, why you got me going through what I'm going through? Why all these trials and tribulations going on in my life? Look, man, I've been living for you. I gave up living in these streets. I've been giving up drinking. I've been giving up smoking. I gave up all the things that I thought that was hindering me from getting closer to you. I gave all those things up. I gave all those things up, but I still lost my marriage. I gave all those things up, and I still lost my job. I gave all those things up, and I still lost my loved ones. I gave all those things up, and I still end up going to jail. I gave those things up, and I still end up getting sick. Like, Lord, why would you let that happen to me? Out of all the things that I've been doing and how to change my life, now you won't let that happen to me. When I was out there doing in and everything that I shouldn't have been doing, everything was okay. But now all of a sudden I want to change my life and you want to throw a curveball in here and do all these things that I don't want you to do. I don't want you to do that. My life's supposed to be peaches and cream right now because I'm living for you now. And it's wrong for you to come along and throw a monkey wrench in the picture perfect vision that I have for my life. You got the audacity to change all that up right now. After I just want to live right and I want to do the right thing. Now all of a sudden you want to do that. You had all the other time to do it, but now you want to do it, you know, and when we think like that, that now you want to do that, the disappointment started to set in. So let's talk a little minute, like, Lord, why you do this to me? Like, through all the things that I done went through prior to this and you done took me through it. And for you to take me out of the situation that I've been through to get to the point to take some of the most important things away from me. Like, Lord, you, 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 you took me through that car wreck. You took, you took me through that divorce. You took me through those different things to get to this point. So then we get disappointed. We just get disappointed like. Man, I, I know this is not happening to me. Why? Why? Why would this happen to me? Like, I find it. I find it difficult to even think that this is going on with me. You know, in life, we have every we have everything planned out. 
you get to high school, you, you got all these big plans. Once you graduate high school, you go to college or whatever, whatever, um, whatever that you choose for your future at that time. And you have all these big plans to do all these big things. But one thing that we don't account for is the bumps in the road that's going to happen along, along the way to get to where we want to be at. And a lot of them bumps in the roads are called disappointments. And we wonder why God put disappointments in the road for us to get where we need to get. We don't understand that sometimes. I don't understand why he do some of the things that he do sometimes. One of the main things that I, I didn't understand was like, like, why would you take loved ones around away from me that's so important to me? Why would you do that? Like, God, you know how much I love my father. You know how close we was. He was my everything. It's not like I had another father that I could replace him with. And you took him away. And I'm looking like, well, God, what, what, what am I supposed to do now? Even though, yeah, I love you, but there's somebody here physically that I can talk to. Oh, you want to teach me how to trust you? Like, how can I trust you and you take something away from me that I love dearly? Sometimes we don't understand that when it is part of teaching us not only to trust him, but when things are taken away, how are we going to act? How are we going to act when we don't get the things that we want in life? How are we going to act or how are we going to react to him not giving us what we want all the time? About us being disappointed about a situation. Are we going to go back to our old ways? Are we going to go back to the way that we used to act? The way we used to talk to people? The way that we used to live based off us not getting what we want? Are we actually children? Oh, I'm going to whine and cry because I'm not getting what I want. No. It can't happen like that. And so the disappointment come in our life mean, to me to really see what we made of. I'm going to just use this for example. We can be grateful about a job that God give us, right? We can be grateful that we got, got the job, but disappointed because it's the job that we didn't want. Let me, let me rephrase that. We can be grateful for a job that God give us, but disappointed because it's not as much pay that we want. We get disappointed because it's not the job as much prestige as when we tell somebody, they be like, oh, you work there? Oh, you do this? And it doesn't get the world excited when we speak about what God has blessed us with. Because some people, you know, some some jobs people look at, oh, well, that's, this, this, this is just a low-paying job, and it don't have as, the power, prestige, and it, it don't have that with it. So those type of jobs, look, hey, oh, you, you, oh, well, you just, you just a plumber, you just a janitor, you just, and, and some people look down on those jobs if you're not saying, well, I'm a doctor, well, I'm a lawyer, well, I'm this, I'm that. And sometimes we can get disappointed because we look at other people and say, God, you blessing them with the money and stuff that I want. That's what I want. Why you didn't get that to me? Why you didn't, why you didn't give me the job that's, that's making the six figures? 
Why you didn't give me give me that job? But then we be so proud to that. We be praying so hard. Fasting. I'm talking about fast going without things. Just we just so focused on trying. We reading our Bible, praying every day. You doing everything to get this job. You doing everything in your sight to get this job. Then when you get that, when you get that job, and you get excited, you get on there and you realize it's not what you really thought that it was. You get there and don't really put in that same time that you put in before getting that job, getting closer to God to figure out, okay, now within this job, what I need to do? What I need to do now within this job? Do I need to get um do I get need to get promoted? Do I need to move up? Do I need to get promoted and move up in this job? Or is it something I need to learn to go and transition to the next part of my life? Is it something like that? But we end up spending years and years at a job and not really defining, not, not really figuring out what we want to do or what his place is for us there. And we end up just working there and we getting bitter and mad at him, even though we ask for that job. We ask to get, Lord, help me get this, help me get that. And then we get disappointed when it's not turning out the way that we want it to turn out. Let me say that. We, 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 we definitely get upset when things don't turn out the way we want it to turn out. We don't. When we go to the doctor and we don't get that answer that we want from the doctor, it's not turning out the way that I want it to turn out. Oh, man, you wrong. You wrong for doing that. I went in there to get some good news. Everybody been praying for me in my church. Everybody been looking out for me. Everybody been coming to God every Sunday. And we've been trying to work this thing out. And it did. Man, I've I, I, I been, I been sitting up here praying for my loved one to make it. Wanting them. I've been going there every day, laying hands on them. Um, um, bringing everybody around, praying. One, one or two o'clock in the morning, three or four o'clock in the morning, trying to get this thing done. And then you take them away, God. What kind of what kind of God does that? That's what that's what we think. What's the purpose of doing all that praying and doing all that stuff? If you still going to take them away from us. If you still going to do that. The disappointment set in and we get upset and we get mad because the situation is not happening the way that we want it to happen. That's why we get upset with them. When things not going the way we want it to go, because long as the blessings coming in, long as we got our health, we got our family members, we got our friends, everything is flowing. Are uh, we OK? But let it get to a point when you do something that I don't want you to do. Or how you want, how you don't bless me the way that I want to be blessed. So I don't want to really live for you anymore. Because you're not doing what I want you to do. It, it, gets, it gets tough because even after the, the disappointment, we seem to get angry. I'm mad because things are not falling in place the way that I want them to fall in place. They're not falling in place the way that I want them to fall in place. I know, I, I, I know what the word says, whatever position you be in, be there in content. But why? I don't want to be content in a situation that I'm in. I want to move faster because 
my homeboy, I look at his house, look at his crib and the money that he make, he doing way better than me. My homegirl, she got the husband, she got the kids, she got everything. She married, here I am. I'm here in my late 30s, early 40s, 50s, 60s, and I ain't got nobody. Like, Lord, what, what about me? Everybody laughing at me because I'm I supposedly supposed to be living for you, but I'm mad because you're not giving me what I want. You're not giving me what I need. What I, not, not what I'm supposed to do. You're not really looking out for me like you said you was going to look out for me. What's going on? Talk to me. It's not going the way that I thought it was going to go. We seem to get mad at God and be angry with him because he going to move the way that he want to move on his time and not on our time. You know, uh, a lot a lot of the younger generation, you know, once we was the younger generation and now we have a younger generation coming along behind us. But it's something that separates the two. Our parents didn't lie to us about who they are or what they did. See, they didn't have social media to be able to post one thing, then I can act another way. You know, and you had some parents that did that, don't get me wrong. But if you really, you really want to reach somebody, you really want to touch somebody, you change you first. You become the example that you want to be to that person and live it in front of them. See, nothing is bigger. The reason people follow Jesus and the people and the reason people follow so many leaders is because the example that they put forth, they lived it. Some of y'all are your biggest critic to your own message that you're putting out there because whatever you say, it's not showing up in your life. You're not doing that what you're talking about. A lot, a lot of us post what we want everybody else to see, but we don't live what we want everybody else to see. It's so quick to, to post, put it up, share this and that, a little post. Yeah, that's cool. But after that's over with, after you log off, are you living that in front of the people that's around you? Are you living that? Because it's, it's easier for us to post something. That's easy. But to live that talk and walk that walk is totally different. A lot of y'all, the reason, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to say this. A reason people probably like you so much because they don't really know you. They only around you because of the image that you put up. And see, some of, some of us out there are really just back dough and, and I ain't going to say shady, but we just a whole nother person. If you like to drink and smoke, Drink and smoke. You ain't got to sit back and drink and smoke. And then, you know, I'm a pastor. God know my heart. You trying to go out here and preach and teach and do all these things and reach. But you study drinking, smoking, doing all the stuff that the all the stuff that you avoid talking about. See, a lot of people avoid talking about a certain subject because they back though still doing the same thing. That's why a lot of people avoid certain subjects and don't talk about certain things. That's why certain pastors avoid certain subjects and don't talk about certain things because they act they out there actually doing it. And so since they out there actually doing it, no, I ain't going to talk about that. No, 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 I ain't going to do that. 
because you're still out there doing it. And since you're still out there doing it, then the people in your household, they see you doing it. Then you putting out this false narrative like you one way and you really another. Yeah, you can say that them, them young children that you're trying to reach. Yeah, they, they see you talking over here in church. They see you within the community and what you act like. But then back you back there creeping with old girl and they see you with old girl. They see you smoking weed. They see you drinking. Everything that you telling them not to do, you doing it. Not that you not 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 that you can't come to them and say, look, this is what I used to do and I don't do that no more. This is what I think you should do to get to a better place. No. No. And the, and the best way, the best way to reach somebody that has been drinking, somebody that has been smoking, somebody that has been living a life that's not conducive to, to what they're trying to get to, the best way to do that is to live it in front of what they should be doing. All this lip service, all this posting ain't going to lead to nothing. It's going to lead to the same thing going over and over and over again. You know why? Because you're the same person. You're not trying to change. Change going to start with you before you can reach anybody else. If you can't reach the people within your household, if you can't reach the people that's close to you and they want to change, who you think you're going to influence outside of the people that actually love you? Who you think you're going to influence? And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you this. Long, long as you sit back talking about it, you are never going to move. Put some movement behind those words. Shut up talking about it and put some movement behind those words. We so eat us as our community. I'm going to say this. Our community can come up with so many issues. We can figure out every issues from relationships all the way down to money. We can figure out all the issues. But when it's time for solutions to actually go out there and do something, it's quiet. Ain't nobody showing up. Ain't nobody putting their money in. Ain't nobody out there putting in the work to really change it. And the people that, the people that are, the people that, the people that's out there put in the work. Y'all don't see them because they might not be posting. They might not be doing as much because they out there actually doing the work. That's the difference. Yeah, it's it's cool to get laughs. It's cool to get giggles. It's cool, but once you find your way, you're not gonna reach everybody. Don't get it wrong. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. You're not going to reach everybody. Some people you can reach. Some people you can't. And that's for other people around them to reach them. But if you can touch them, if you can touch them to the point where they can look over in that direction and be like, you know what? It's something about Stan or it's something about it's something about Keith. It's something about it's something about Corey. It's something about Richard. It's something about Tom. It's something about Harry. It's something about John. It's something about David. It's something about Curtis. It's something about Tiffany. It's something about Jennifer. It's something about Carol. It's something about it's something about Wanda. Something about Cynthia. Something about Tawanda that got these people so intrigued that they, you know what? I'm looking at them. I, I might, I might want to be like that, but I'm gonna watch them. People watch you for a while before they say anything to you because they're watching what you're doing. All that talking that you're doing, that's cool. 
but they're going to watch to see how you really move. Once they see how you really move, then they're going to be like, you know what? I don't need to listen to them. Why listen to somebody when they out here doing it? At least I'm up front with mine. And that's why so many people fall in love with people that might be doing wrong because they up front with what they're doing wrong about. They up front with it. <clears throat> drug dealers going to show you that they, some drug dealers, not all, but some drug dealers going to show you that I, that's what I do. Police officers going to show you that's what I do. Gang bangers going to show you that's what I do. Drug addicts going to show you that's what I do. Alcoholics going to show you that's what I do. A person that's out here, they might be living foul, but they're going to show you and put it in your face. That's the type of life that I live. That's the same way you should be when you change whatever situation that was wrong. You should be in your face showing, not talking, but showing that that's the type of life that I live now. That's what we mess up at by not showing, doing more lip service than action. More lip service than action. You just like one of those Chinese movies when the words got to catch up with their mouth. Your words and the left, your mouth still moving and ain't no action. Ain't no action. So ain't nobody taking you serious. So once your words catch up with your actions and your actions go in front of your words, then people start to listen to you. But long as you got it, your words just talking, your lips just moving, ain't no action. People not going to listen to you no way because you are not being an example. You are not being a role model. You are not being that person that you want everybody else to see. You're just talking about it. That's why them youngsters not going to listen to you. That's why them youngsters not going to follow you. They not. They rather follow somebody that's out here acting ignorant, acting crazy, what you might consider acting ignorant. But at least they honest with who they are and who they trying to be. So, I appreciate y'all tuning in. Like, comment, subscribe. If um, anybody on here that like the information or anything that we've been talking about, share it with somebody. Share it with somebody. Send it to them. Say, hey, look, check this out. Real Men Talk Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Just hit them up. If there's anything else that y'all want me to talk about, anybody you want me to bring on, inbox me and let me know. But until then, thank you all for tuning in. Peace.